0: we're at that stage now where activities such as earthquakes, such as uh, uh, weather patterns that were not uh, normal will start happening. And so these are some of the, the few things that I was taught as a young young person that by the grandfathers and the grandmothers and, and also the, the wisdom keepers. So I think that I mean, I believe that that it's on schedule, and it's going to start out. It's sort of like a, uh, sort of like a musical uh, symphony score. You'll be like a prelude, and then the heavy stuff will start coming in at a broader scale. So this is it's sort of like a warning type thing, and and then when it's uh, that activity of the warning and and uh, abandonment of those areas, then the real heavy stuff will start coming in. So I, I have not even, I've been out on the road uh, up in New Mexico, so I haven't kept up with anything on the news or anything. But uh, the weather is usually an indicator.
1: Oh, what kind of travels have you been um, involved in here recently?
0: Well, I, I was up in uh, northern New Mexico, Albuquerque, up in the country, and uh, I have uh, a brother that lives up there. And also, I met with some people that have been uh, quite involved with the uh, the uh, our Star Knowledge Conference uh, group, and we have a very uh, close-knit organization, so we uh, were... Uh, communicating and uh, uh, talking about some of the concerns that individuals have and also on a uh, more tribal scale or on a group, group uh, concern. So uh, I was meeting with some people up there and also having contact with some of the latest things that the Star Brothers are, are uh, telling us.
1: And we'd love to hear that. Are well, you allowed uh, allowed to we, say much? Uh,
0: well, no right now at this point because there's, there's a lot of information and, and my uh, uh, way of looking at it is that I want to uh, do a compar- comparative analysis and tie it into, again, like what is happening right now.
1: Very wise.
0: And, uh, and so we, we don't, uh, we do not, Go out with something that uh, a lot, most people do, and then we don't want it to become like uh, the worst thing that could happen. It could be a hoax, or it could be something that somebody took off the internet and and uh, come, diverted into something that is is more more like a money-making thing. So we we uh, we analyze and we uh, I I contact. Uh, other uh, people like myself uh, that we actually sit down and we go to uh, a council sort of you know and, and look at it from many different standpoints so that our information has been researched it has been uh, it has been uh, uh, cross uh, analyzed so uh, and, and we do we do this with these people that have We do not like to use the Internet, for example. It's a one-on-one, which we Indians have been doing for centuries. Right. So So, uh, because of the interference of many different electronic gadgetry and all the very sophisticated, uh, complex listening devices all over the world, uh, we would rather sit under a, a tree somewhere in the mountains. Uh, with a little little uh contact with uh, the outside, even though they can listen to us absolutely uh, get, uh, where are they? where are the Navajo cult talkers when we need them you know <laughs>
1: yeah yeah exactly and I, I know I know they can listen to us because uh, it's happened to be two times in front of different people, you know like ten years, fifteen years apart. Um, I said, you know, look up there and let's do a countdown. Uh, you know, one was in, uh, Kanab, well, in, uh, south of Kanab, Utah. Uh, my wife and I were, was working down there temporarily. We were, went to St. George to see a movie and we came back right about midnight. I saw this light coming down from the north and, um, I said, look up there. I said, that does not have the red and green running lights. I said, uh. Uh, let's just for the heck of it, let's say, hey, turn your lights on it when it gets to the zenith, and that's exactly what it did. It, it went from the size of of uh, uh, Venus to the size of the moon for about five seconds. And I had something similar to, like that happen in, uh, and I was I was trying to explain where Vega was and, to uh, a friend of mine, and I said, well, I said, you see that fast walker satellite coming in from. Uh, um, from the West and, or or excuse me, the the, uh, South. And I said, in 10 seconds, that'll, that'll pass right by Vega. And I did, you know, five, four, three, two, one. And, and that little tiny, what looked like a fast Walker, um, all of a sudden this bright light swept out to the, to the rear of its, uh, uh, direction of travel and down on us for five seconds. And then it just shut off and went on its way. It was crazy. It's just nuts. Yeah. I know I know they listen. And if you'll talk to them, you know, they'll, uh, they'll, sometimes they'll, res- they'll respond. But, yes. uh, you know, we never have, I always meant to talk with you, um, um, you know, the whole thing with Robert Mornings guy happened, you know, b- uh, before I was really kind of involved. Did, did you ever know him or was he reputable, uh? What do you do? You know anything about his? Because uh, wasn't he well, with your people?
0: Well, he claims to be uh, a Hopi, half Hopi and half Apache. Uh, I've I've talked to a lot of uh, Hopi, especially my contemporaries, and uh, nobody's ever heard of him. And but he did state yeah that, uh, that he was half Hopi and he was taught by his Hopi grandfather whoever that was, and the, on the other side of the coin that he claims to be an Apache, but there are so many different tribal tribal groups of Apache, whether he's a Masculero, whether he's a uh, White Mountain Apache, whether he's a a Yavapai, I don't know.
1: Memorandum, uh, yeah.
0: Work- when I first started working, uh, well, when I first started uh, going into this... Uh, Information systems about ufology and other other uh, uh, things. Uh, I read his Terra papers, what he calls Terra papers, and and all it is is uh, my take on it. You know, because I've read uh, I have I've read quite extensively of uh, Zechariah Sitchin. So what he what my take or my analysis. as a, you know, in the scientific methodology was that he took that information and tried to squeeze it into the Hopi, uh, uh, the Hopi system. And to me, it just did not make sense. So what I did was that I sent the word out that I would like to meet with him, especially Uh around Sedona. And uh, the, the only, uh, uh, close. Uh, the closest I've ever got was a person that used to work with him sometime back, and, and but that person did not want to divulge anything more than that. Uh, that person knew him, and the other thing too is that last year, uh, I think about in the spring, uh, the star knowledge people had uh, consulted him with in in Arizona, I understand that he lives in Scottsville. And oh. so uh, I still have an open uh, invitation for him to sit down with me because uh, I would like to uh, talk with him and see where he got all of this information and how it fits into the Southwest uh, Pueblo uh, history, the connection of UFOs and all that, um, and it's primarily for his information that can help me to uh, put the pieces together of a, of a giant puzzle. If he does indeed have the information about the Hopi uh, and all the prophecies, uh, he could probably be the last of the of, our, of that generation. That's got the information, because I talk to a lot of Hopi elders, and we all talk among each other. And uh, a lot of that is being lost. The younger generation Hopi is coming in with information that does not that does not fit in with what the the elders are are. Uh, I mean their information system. So if he can come out of wherever he's at in contact me, you know, I would really appreciate that. There's a, a lot of things that are happening that doesn't make any sense. And if you look at any of the uh, TV shows that are going on about the statistics that's involved, and the, also the social part of it about all the uh, and these are the ones that the grandfathers used to talk about. Uh, when I, in my uh, teachings, when I was a young man, is that uh, their uh, their predictions or their prophecies. Well, actually, uh, we we never used to call it prophecies or predictions. They just said that in the future. I guess that's a prophecy, huh? In the right. future these things will happen. But we were very simple in our interpretation. We did not go into fancy language. We did not go into uh, allegories or metaphors or whatever. It was direct. Like uh, people that uh, people will come and inhabit this our land here and there will be overpopulation. When overpopulation occurs, the uh, people will go into starvation, very uh, succinct. Uh, And these people that will come in are not people that we all are familiar with as far as spirituality, uh, humanness, love, loving, uh, those traits or those uh, things that a, a good human being is supposed to have. And this will be uh, sort of like the, the dark side people that do not have conscience, do not have spirit, do not have heart. And they were directed when, when they used to, to speak about these things.
1: This is really important work that you're doing, uh, Clifford, because when they do come, now, I've heard some people say, "Well, you know, if they offer to take you with them, don't go with them." But you know, <laughs> the question is, who who do we trust? You know, and I guess that's that's why we we teach on this show. We need to get in touch with the Creator. We need to know, yeah. you know, what's going to be happening, and and uh, so that's really the real reason. I'm trying to sort all this out. You know, since uh,
2: 1985. Well, you know that reminds me, Otter, what you said there is I. Uh, you know, down in Mexico, for a while now, I don't know how many years, you know, they've, they've had uh, UFOs coming out of volcanoes out of the ground and stuff. They look like, uh, you know, plasma balls or something, usually. Yep. And, you know, some of them get out there, and you'll have 200, 500 people sitting on a river volcano videotaping this. They used to show them on the regular Mexican news and stuff. And I heard from one guy, I don't know if it's true or not, so I can't, you know, vouch for it, but... He said that there was some government, U.S. government officials that were down there, and one of these, these, some of these things literally just came right out of the ground. And uh, some of the U.S. government officials, one or a couple of them went in, and he said that uh, these uh, beings or something that are running these ships, actually the ship itself might be the being, I'm not sure, <laughs> but um, he said... What they were told was the the people, these plasma ships were, and the people behind them, uh, a long time ago, used to live on the surface. Right. And long, long time ago, um, some UFOs or something came in, contacted them, and told them something about themselves. And they said, after that contact, within less than a hundred years, their civilization had completely changed, and they had become oh, well, what they are now. That's that's what I was told one one story. I forget where it came from now, but years ago I heard all this. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know if Clifford knows any more about that or not. <laughs> we still go through those rituals every year.
0: Uh, we um, also. We, we, <laughs> We go through those rituals every year in Zuni, New Mexico, during uh, the during during uh, December. Of what we reenact, like like the Togans reenact the, this, the the space people when they made contact with them. We reenact with the prayers, the rituals, the the songs, everything that. Uh, I'm sure that it's pretty. Uh, there's a lot of things that have been lost, but the the core is still there. And I'm talking about a very very complex system. Being a mathematician and scientist engineer, it took me 30 years to analyze it, and it's in my language. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, does does Zuni I know in the Hopi U. N. State they have something there? Stories like that at that time of year that well, they they have some cer- certain songs and stuff and they relate that and they they really connect into uh, some of those songs clinked into the Pleiades. Well, you know, it's everywhere.
0: There's so many of them. I It depends on which group, what ceremony, what dance. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but the, the, the only problem... That uh, is there is that a lot of the, the, they're experts in their interpretation of the language of the rituals and and, and the and the and the procedure. The, but the problem that I have found with not only my people but other Pueblo people is that if you ask them what is the connection. With the rest of the universe, they're experts in the in the language. They're experts in the procedure, dress, code, the codices, whatever, because because they're deities. But if once they start, once you start telling them the connection of what it is on the scientific part, like what I did. You know, I compare uh, one of the kachinas with a Saturn V rocket, and, and that's what got me ostracized from Zuni because uh, it's just like being—I I don't know what the real definition of heresy is, but
1: uh-huh. it's
0: just like—it's uh, just like you know, like I am now uh, <laughs> the the devil, because I interpret it in a way
2: that is against their, their their whole thinking, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I I had one of the Hopi elders, and he drew a, a thing on, had it brought out. He told me when I first met him, he says, Well, I had a dream you were coming, and you're going to bring me mine and stuff. But during that conversation, he, he pulled out this napkin that had some drawings on it that kind of look like a cross between a, you know, a Kachina and a a Star Trek character, (laughs) you know, sort of. And he pointed, he pointed to to them, he said, okay, he said, this one, and they looked a little bit more like Kachinas, but he said, this one is like science officer. This one's like captain. This one's like medical officer. And, you know, he's saying that. So that fits in kind of with, I think, with some of the same things you've been saying. Well, if you if you take the combination, okay, uh,
0: take the military, uh, United States military uh, chain of command, okay, especially when it comes down to uh, ships, because an airplane, a spacecraft, a boat—they're all ships, right? That's right, right. One is a well, water. What is an air? one is an interdimensional?
1: That's why the navy now, is in said, charge of space command.
0: Well, the navy, Actually, the navy is in charge of everything. Well,
1: that, everything. they're the senior. Ser- they're the senior service. My dad was a ca- captain. Well, well, why, why?
0: Why do they? Why do they run Area Fifty One? The navy runs Area Fifty One, and it's not even close to uh, any water, right? But the reason is that there's a lot of ships out there, and they commonly call it spaceships.
1: Right, that's right. <laughs> the universe is like an ocean. <laughs> but and anyway, and I'm, and I'm kind of glad to, to hear to that. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Going back to what I'm trying to uh, trying to make a point here is that I am very versed in both uh, uh, military uh, chain of command protocol. Uh, And the other thing, too, is that if you take the same system and apply it to the Kachina, which is one group, okay? One group is the Kachina system. And they also have the, if you put it side by side, with the military and the Kachina system, now throw in Star Trek. Okay. What the Hopi says is that they have a spot in their chain of command in the Hopi system, which I am very aware of myself too. Okay. So, are you still there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here. Okay.
1: Anyway,
0: so this is this is uh, it is so parallel throughout the universe, the, uh, the Indians or the, or or the Aborigines or whatever they call us. We did not invent that system. It was given to us. It was it was it was set uh, there. They set us set our ancestors um, maybe millions of years ago, and so that uh, they they put it all this in the system. And the only problem is that it's not written. Why would why should we have a written system when we can telepathically talk to them if we have a question right why do i need a library when i got google yeah so these are the same same parallels and these these are the things that i make analogies on which i which i throw people off uh, right away because because they never studied it it's an educational process so uh, I can sit down with the whole people of Lakota, the charities, and we can talk about star systems, star commands and all that, and, and they're one and the same. But the only problem in, on the indigenous tribes of planet Earth is that they have a different language. And so we all have different languages. So uh, so this is, uh, and it was designed like that because of the various systems throughout the whole universe and for whatever particular specialty, just like the Hopi guy told you. And uh, so this is why you have to really go into the chronology, the linguistics, and also uh, scientific terminology that is... uh, is parallel to what the Indians talk about. For example, uh, we don't call it, uh, uh, what's that, Uh, the, um, there's a term of that, oh, the ethos. We don't call it, we don't, there's no definition in Zuni called ethos, but there is a substance that they refer to which is uh, only for the gods, one of the simplest things is that that the world, the Earth, changes its atmosphere from during the day to the nighttime, and this is why it, the nighttime is for the uh, the the space people, the star people, and the the daytime is for for the humans. And, and other living things that were brought by the, brought by the ET or our space brothers, and each one has a time, and, and a place for everything. Today we mixed it up, you know. And the, one of the biggest things that uh, created this whole mess was the, the interferences of all the frequencies in the world. So we don't have what I term um, uh, the cosmic magic to be with a uh, human brain, individual spirituality, heart. There's no more connection. Those that have the connection know how to deal with it. It's just like putting on a uh, repellent. For example, like when mosquitoes are after your butt, you put on repellent, and the mosquitoes leave you alone. And there's ways to do that. This is why our holy people and our medicine people can still maintain that contact. I think the, the, uh, the lamas and the monks are still practicing it today, which is a very, very high science system, and uh, but nobody can understand it yeah, and explain it in XYZ, 1, 2, 3, because it's not in their little
2: box of knowledge, so it doesn't exist. Clifford I know that a couple of the uh, Mayan elders worked with uh, one of the things they talked about was the late they, they spoke of a uh, long time ago what you're talking about where you, you were given knowledge or information and they more they pretty much say the same thing and but they also say that they like said it was a uh, grandfather's from the stars and but they also said that at a, at a point um, that they would return. And it appeared from their understanding, at least, is they would be returning at a certain point in time. You know, it would be what we would probably call a change of a world cycle. The, the, mm-hmm. do you, Do you have, you know, similar... Understanding that from Zuni background or, or your other knowledge that you've learned,
0: uh, all the Indian tribes. If you look at the Mayans and our brothers to the south, we're all one group. We're one big family. Okay, the its only problem is that the white man and the and, and the anthropologists and the historians and all that <laughs> they reversed it. They reversed it because if you if you look at what uh, is theoretically Lumaria, okay, or Mu, and and the creation stories are basically the same. Uh, it's called creation, but it really wasn't. It was a um, it was a, um, a migration, migration, and so so when they dispersed all the different Indians, the reason that they dispersed the, the Indians. It, to where they are at today, the Mayan brothers, the Inca brothers, uh, uh, the, the Indians that live in the jungles and out there, because there was so much population, and so they had to disperse them. And we're talking probably millions and millions of Indians when the when the uh, when the the space brothers came and and uh, uh, made them functional by by uh, a super-speed evolution, which would be like cloning, not cloning, but uh, uh, where they restructured them, let me put it this way, to be, make them functional. Because, uh, and then there was, there was millions, maybe millions, I mean, uh, it had to be millions of years ago. And they used to come, and it's sort of like if you uh plant something you got to go check on them see how it's going you got to con- continuously weed weed it out you continuously make it a better strain you continuously make uh, different different uh, uh, colors maybe different shapes different uh, uh, taste of, of, of your garden well so when they used to come down like that, they knew that these were the gods coming out. Even, even to this day we still practice that. What they did in the past was that those beings uh, some people call them ETs, some people call them gods uh, we, we call them the keepers of our ways that's what we call them. Our, our, our fathers, our grandfathers. There's a certain group that we call them grandfathers And 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 there's the the next next group we call them fathers, and uh, depending on what they look like when they appear. So, but uh, when they would come to the civilizations, which they 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 made and made us uh, have that whether it be a pyramid, whether it be a crystalline structure of some sort, they say, you take care of these things. They gave us a book of instructions. They gave us a book of uh, record-keeping. And how do you keep records? Well, there's many, many different ways. And so they will come and visit to, to make sure that the human, that the, the 2 leggeds are uh, going according to their their schedule and their requirements, and so when they would come, they would have ceremony. They would have a real uh, spiritual connection. It would be like what the what they do in many countries when the pope comes around, you know. All right. They 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 go through their rituals, and so this went on for centuries, every maybe thousands and thousands of years until. Oh, and then uh, pretty soon they they started evolving. So the evolution of other species from other parts of the planet will come, but they were not here to to hurt them. And it was sort of like curiosity, but they were also old boys on a mission too. And this was this was the direction of the space brothers. So when the common denominator, the common line that they asked the, uh, these civilizations, they asked them, who put this, to, who put this temple, uh, he, who put this big, massive mountain carving over here? And the indigenous people would always, and their descendants would always say, well, he was already here when we, when, when we got here. It's the common theme all over the world. But what happened is that certain times, I mean, at a certain stage, they started coming, and all of a sudden they started coming less and less. But the, but the information was in the in their in their history, in their and their build up, in their DNA. So the first ones that. Uh, they came over was those uh, people that were, looked, uh, they were their mission was go God and glory. In this case they were the Spanish. So they were wearing helmets and you know they had this armor and of course they were used to that because the information system said oh yeah they used to dress like this. And so when they first came over, they did the same thing that their ancestors of how many, how many, just, I mean, how many years back used to do them. They, they gave them ceremony, they invited them, they gave them uh, whatever it was. And, and the common theme among uh, a lot of researchers is that there's a lot of gold that was on this planet. So they thought it was that time again... So they opened their gates, they opened the welcome, and, and they had to get a feast and uh, present, present them with all their value, valuable possessions. And in this time around, they start chopping their heads off. They start killing them. So, so this is where uh, a lot of these people, like the Mayans and all those tribes that were down in in, in uh, Mexico, Central America, and, and further south, the word went out to the people up here in the north, which my ancestors did were, were the first contact of the Spanish. So they uh, it, it, it's like what we're going to go through in the very near future. They, they did not expect that, but all of a sudden the world was turned upside down and, and they were killing people. And they were—they didn't know what it was because these people never, uh, never had that type of, uh, of life before. So, um, so this was—this is another happening that's going to go through, which will be equivalent to that. And uh, by that I mean uh, there's going to be a lot of death that's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of disruptions that's going to happen, and this is where now we're at that stage. In 1955, the the elders of my tribe, the Zuni tribe, say that that we are now at the door of that happening again. The hope is, if you recall, way back in the 50s, (laughs) that they got together and they went to what they call the House of Micah, Yep. if you recall how they explained that you know what happened to them. They told them to get out there; they kicked them out. <laughs> so as as far as the the conqueror is concerned, they're more stupid than the people that were here. But they claimed that we were we were savages and that we we don't have them at the mental capacity. Actually, they had more if they had just sat down and talked with them. Yep. which nobody did and I've researched this quite a bit whether it be Mexico South America Central America they never talked to those people they just killed them so so now uh, most of the stuff has been lost because you and those those records that were there they were they were inscribed in gold so it's probably sitting in the Vatican right now <laughs>
1: Well, I I understand the serpent mound uh, when it was first um, excavated had um, gold, uh, what looked like water pipes, and, and a lot of interesting stuff.
0: Oh yeah, they used it over here quite a bit, and uh, uh, but uh, they used minerals and it was very abundant. And of course, gold is a mineral, so but it's a, I mean, a rare earth metal. And uh, of course, if you now if you go back to other things like kitchen, anunnaki, and all that. And uh, we even we even told one of our Indian boys that, that he was uh, part, uh, you know, he's got a blood type of anunnaki. We, we uh-huh. called, uh, I called him that. Not only are you anunnaki, but you also. Uh, illuminati so we'll call you an Illuminati.
1: illuminati. What, what uh what what blood type, are we kidding around with him or what blood type did he have oh
0: yeah no i was just kidding around with him
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well you know you know they say things about people with red hair, but you know there's a there's an inter- interesting thing about the red hair you know um uh, and the dynasties down through the hebrews and um, but i think the most shocking thing i ever saw for some reason uh years back i saw a a very good artist rendering of mayan priests you know standing you know near the top of their um doing ceremony on their um their pyramid and and standing right there with them uh is an e t and it, it was obviously uh it was to invoke people's um uh, to remember the movie, um, um, oh, I'm having a brain fart here. the the one with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, oh, oh shit. Total Recall. No, no, the, the one where the uh, the, uh, the 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 alien came and Arnold had to get in a bank of mud because the alien could see his uh, heat. Oh, signature. the. Uh, uh, I,
2: I just I know what you're talking about too now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't well, remember. It was that it was that it was that alien, and I went, whoa, you know jeez, you know, and you know, yeah, what would happen if uh if if these these ancient uh, people that may have seated us you know uh, and they came back today and uh, um, uh you know who yeah, well you know until it happened, you know we could talk about it, but it sure is interesting to talk about who they could be and what might happen. Oh well, I don't that's a...
0: think, uh, well, the real the real Indians, the true Indians, uh, not the not the, uh, not the ones that became Indians right after "Dances with Wolves." The real Indians will accept it because it's part of their whole spirituality. Right. Right. Uh, even even in in our. The only the only reason that they became invisible was a a a pact, or uh, I guess you might say a, a tr- truce or a treaty of of many uh, I don't know how many thousands of years ago, and and one of the uh, when they when those people actually used those beings actually used to come to the villages they used to they used to abduct People like they do today.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: the, and so the, that's the, where. If the you, Bible. If you can look, uh, if you can look at any uh, one of my um, presentations that I made in, in, in any of them, I talked exactly about what that what occurred on that where the where the Kachinas came from. So when when they talk about these people that are the experts the mainstream archaeologists and anthropologists, when they say that, uh, well, the the great Kiva is at Chaco Canyon. Uh, That's not true, because they did not use Kivas until after Pueblo III, which is around maybe about 12, end of 1200. And uh, prior to that, that's when... The kachina was uh, was brought into play. It's not very far. It was not very long ago. But prior to that, those were the real deals that would be the the real life kachinas, which were the star people. So this this is that's what I talk about on that uh, on on one of those presentations. So uh, and, those, and, and part of that. There were so many different species of E.T., even the giants. The giants are also known here. ET, uh, uh, Chewbacca's uh, buddies were still were around at that time. Red-haired uh, uh, little guys, about two to three feet high, were were everywhere. And they still exist today, but they're in a different dimension now because of the, the bad people that uh, try to kill them and all that. So, so, if you really want to be technical, uh, ask a question at any of these meetings. Has anybody uh, shot a, uh, uh, a Sasquatch? <laughs> and, and nobody has, because you can't shoot those guys. You can't uh-huh. kill those guys. Except if you watch Harry Anderson, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah. so there's so damn many things which is so simple to tell. to uh, so simple, but like, but my engineering professors used to tell me, why do why are you making it so damn complicated? You know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we 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 tend to make complicated, and I figured out why they want to make it complicated because they sell more books that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> If I wrote a book, there'll be only one chapter, and you'll have a picture of the alien in there, and that's it.